Instrumental, and then we're gonna get shit cracking this Sunday morning. All right. <coughs> oh, whenever y'all listening, <coughs> gotta smoke the rest of this blunt from last night. Damn. one. 
out. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. You dig? That's a nigga. is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304s so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. The record company, Clive Davis, we held them hostage like guns, the whole shebang. Guns? Yes, guns. With bullets. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. We are the biggest selling female group ever, and we are broke as broke can be. TLC had generated on Crazy Sexy Cool $75 million, and they gave us $50,000 a piece. I was like, what the hell? Trust me, you can sell $10 million albums and be broke if you have greedy people behind you. We want to know who the hell had our check. LA said Clive did, so that's where we went. Of course, Lisa was the ringleader. Like, we need to go get our money. I need to know where my MF and money's at. So we went up there and held everybody hostage, and Puffy was the one that snitched us out. Wait a minute. Puffy, <laughs> mind your damn business. Okay, go ahead, son. Yo, y'all, y'all heard that? And that's TLC, by the way. People that know TLC. RIP to Left Eye, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. She was bad. 
I really liked Lisa Left Eye when I was little, when I was young, and um, Waterfalls came out and shit. The bitch was crazy. She burned the nigga's crib down, so you already know that's a a burgundy flag. Fuck a red flag. That's a burgundy flag. A crimson flag, if you will. But Diddy snitching? Diddy's protecting Clive Davis? Crazy. Even with all the bankruptcies and all the drama, I wouldn't change it for the world. We made it through it, and, you know. Whatever it is, educate yourself. Learn about what you're getting into, and don't sell yourself for it. Can I get an amen? Amen! All right. Question. Now, of course, a lot of the conspiracy theorists out there, and I didn't even start the show yet. I just wanted to play a couple shorts like I used to do. Rainy, but... <coughs> it's still 52 degrees. <coughs> so the weather is just fine for me to sit in my car. And if I have to, I'll put on the heat. But weather's good. But think about this. So there's always the artists that go along with the conspiracies, which either proves that it's true because they're saying it, or it proves that it's false and they just want to clout chase and make people believe that, yeah, I didn't sell my soul when you sold out. Now, I don't know about TLC. Um, the left eye situation was crazy. They never really been the same after that. So that can tell me that they didn't that wasn't a sacrifice, I don't think. I don't think Lisa Left Eye was a sacrifice because neither <clears throat> T-Boz or Chili um, really made anything from it. Um, give you an example. We're just talking about conspiracies, right? Conspiracy theories. We'll just be specific. It's a conspiracy theory. It's only a theory. Tinfoil hat on, you know, buckle yourselves. Kurt Cobain killing himself wasn't Kurt Cobain killing himself. Kurt Cobain was killed because one of the people that were closest to him, we're not going to mention her name, wink, wink, had the handwriting, sort of a diagram, if you will, a handwriting with Kurt Cobain's um, lettering. And the person, this woman, was trying to emulate the letter because once they saw the scene of Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain with his head blown off, there was a suicide note. So there's a lot of things. That person came up off of that. That the person that I'm with Kurt Cobain, the person that was close to Kurt Cobain, that person came up off of that death. Another member of Nirvana at that time became the frontman for Foo Fighters. So there's a lot of things that transpired after the death that could probably tell you that they knew about it. Not saying that they participated, but they had a feeling it was going to happen. Just my opinion. Uh, I don't think TLC sold out, but I don't I don't know. The left eye situation was still weird to me. And for people who may be fans of TLC, um. I like their music. I didn't. I don't. I never. Even the Scrub shit at the time. The Scrub song was a good song. It it made a lot of money. It was played on the radio. It was it was, it made a lot of money. Right. Um, 
They didn't make music about really anything crazy. It wasn't, you know, it was R&B pop style singing at that time in the 90s. And that was their wave. <clears throat> but they never came up off of the death of uh, Lisa Left Eye. So let's talk about the record with you and Future Voodoo. What about it? You into it? If I'm into song? Voodoo. No, that was, that's his song. He named it that. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, Everything that. named Voodoo that think is Haitian shit. <laughs> I see y'all. I see y'all. <laughs> You heard now a lot of people complain about this. For me, I've dealt with enough niggas from Florida as a nigga from Jersey, believe it or not, I've dealt with enough niggas from Florida to know what the fuck they talking about. Shout out Kodak Black. He black. Oh, he black. He Kodak Black. Alright. Um, they were trying Nori and the drink champs. That's what they do. They they kind of ask these weird questions where it kind of makes you think that they're definitely sitting somewhere near a round table with a bunch of uh, conglomerates because the things that they ask are very fed, like very spooky questions. I think he made a song called voodoo. All right. With Future. Future was the one that named the song. Um, for people that know, Kodak Black is Haitian. Sapase. You dig? And um, because of that, they assumed that he was the one that made the song. And assumed that he likes voodoo. Kodak Black switched it around and said, so how was it when y'all sold y'all souls? Y'all didn't hear it. How was it? And he was dead serious. He wasn't laughing. He wasn't making a joke out of it or nothing. Keep that in mind. All right, so <laughs> hold up, 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 hold up. Why right, well, I gotta start y'all off with some fire like that? Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me stop. All right, all right. So. Some things are hidden in plain sight. Let me just start off by saying that. Um, hold up. Air horns. Hold up. Hold up. Air horns, number one. Number two, we need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. Number three, Jersey Judah, and I'm back. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. A red pill slash conspiracy <coughs> slash <clears throat> crash out academy, crash out coliseum, fuckery, mayhem, news, information, enlightenment. 
here on one podcast, the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Fuck it again. Audience. All the fuckery that you need, all the enlightenment that you need in one space, in one spot. There's no fuckery over here. All right? No fuckery. Zip. Zilch. Zero. All right? We in here, though. I had to cone out a little bit. Um, yeah, the Noriega shit, where he was sarcastically saying, oh, we're this close to selling our souls. We this close. Sometimes... The truth is hidden in plain sight. Sometimes it can be a sarcastic joke. Like y'all remember Jim Carrey? Because Jim Carrey at one point, he was just bugging out on TV. But then again, that's Jim Carrey. But he was talking about, oh, yeah, there's a society of guys that's taking over the world. Like he's joking about it. But I think that's how a lot of these people communicate. And plus, they'll give you they'll give you some truths. But it will be sort of covered up with a bunch of lies. And you would have to almost decipher everything that these individuals are saying to really understand what they mean. And I think that's kind of what we we just heard a little bit ago with uh, Kodak Black and Nori drink champs. I mean, because niggas is like, they, they're making a bag off of just YouTube alone. Um, they have popular names that come on. You, you remember when Kanye West showed up on Drink Champs and shut the shit down. Every time he shows up, he shuts the shit down. But with this situation... We're not even going to talk about any of that. We, I just wanted to mention that just because it was interesting. And the fact that TLC ran down on niggas with guns is also interesting. And I'm not going to lie to imagine Lisa Left Eye Lopez. May God rest her spirit, her soul, her essence in heaven. To imagine her, out of all people, running down on somebody with the blicky? That's sick. This was that was an old clip back when Monique Monique had lost had lost that had lost all that weight. And she had the BET show. And she was she looked she looked fuckable. She wasn't foldable. She was still a bit hefty, but she was fuckable. But yeah, that was that was a very interesting time period uh when it comes to like pop culture, not even really pop culture, but more or, le- more or less entertainment, particularly black entertainment, in this case with, you know, the Monique and uh, Drake Champs, and shout out to the other homie, I know he's Dominican, you know what I mean, um, it's just weird, today, for example, we're going to be going through a lot of fuckery, uh, connecting the dots with the last episode that I did that, by the way, I did not upload yet, so this is from the past, okay? I did something last night that was like, how long was that? Like close to like an hour, close to two hours. I wanted to go through the whack 
at Adam's show because Adam waved the white flag. Some people, including myself, because I, I half know what this is about. But on this episode, we're going to fully understand where the drama started, where it's going, and who's held, who should be held accountable for the activity. <clears throat> Desto Dub. Cloven Blind. Is it a whole lot of cost? I forgot the um I forgot the brand, man. But he has a clothing line. I'm just gonna be straight political about it. Like he has some crips wearing the clothing line. But these crips talk shit about everybody in their area, right? So the clothing line guy can't go. To the bloods can't go to the pyros and go, yo, I got well actually there's a couple of pyros that wear the shit. Cause the couple Cali is crazy. Cali is weird. Cali is spooky. Cali is crazy. Shout out to Cali. But y'all niggas are very spooky. And I'm not saying spooky as in y'all act scared. Y'all really scary. Y'all really out here. Alright? Um Yeah, so this nigga had a clothing line <clears throat> and dealt with mostly the Crips in, in certain areas in California, okay? They got beef with these other niggas, and they ain't rocking with the dude because he's working with the ops, right? So we can't buy clothes. We not wearing this nigga's clothes. In fact, if we see niggas wearing these clothes, we beating them the fuck up. They the ops. That's how these niggas be coming. Real shit. This is how they really be coming, right? So, and you know, all the, all the, all the like young niggas, the, like the, like the little niggas and shit, all the BGs and shit, like they like 12, 13. And they're the ones really crashing out. They're the crash test dummies. They're the crash test dummies. So they, they put them little niggas out there on these fucking dummy missions where these niggas gonna end up being a pack. They, they're not gonna, you know, hold their weight. They're not gonna hold their ground. They're not built for this shit. They don't belong in this shit, etc. You know what I'm saying? Well, we're getting into the street shit on this episode because we're still dealing with the 22-ster. Big 22. Adam. No jumper. 22. Head to head. With his ops. With the ops. AD. And T-Rail. We're going to go through. And I, and I want to explain something. And I, and I still mean what I said. Within the last episode pertaining to the situation. Um, AD is probably the. He's. He's the most, he's the more mature one out of the two. Adam is very immature. And I can, you can tell with the way that Adam runs things, he's not necessarily used to being at the level he's at and really being held accountable for others. You got a whole thing now and you got people working for you. You got squares that's working for you behind the computer. And shout out to the squares. You got squares working for you behind a computer. You got squares answering the phones. You got squares designing the graphics. 
you're not trying to, you don't want to, you shouldn't want to put their lives in jeopardy because you want to beef with some real Cali street niggas, right? This nigga done fucked around and beefed with Cali street gang members, okay? Um, who, 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 by the way, brought just as much, if not the core base of the audience to No Jumper, in my personal opinion. But we're going to hear a lot of, a lot of salty behavior from Adam because the people that used to work for him wanted to start their own deal. They wanted to get, they wanted to start their own shit, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, and maybe you've learned enough, but this is how Adam, this is how Adam doesn't, doesn't look at this this way. They've learned enough from Adam to start their own brand. Why wouldn't Adam even invest and help those brothers start their own shit? And every now and then, if they, if he really needs the people around, he'll have them on the show doing this and that. But that, that, that's not how Adam 22 handles business. If you notice, and hey, AD is going to point this out at the end. I ain't going to lie. I listened to a good amount of this shit because I was, I was honestly intrigued by this story. How does a BMXer, white guy, bunch of tattoos, looks like Aryan Brotherhood member, looks like a member of the Russian Mafia, looks like some sort of Eastern European, was able to shake up the streets so much with certified gang members. We're going to find out. First video is from 10 days ago. I've calculated this shit. Well, I think technically today is 11 days. From 11 days ago, video is called Adam Destroys T-Rail, calls him broke, and says he copies No Jumper. Here's something to be mentioned. This narrative was not a narrative that he necessarily thought of. He had an interview with Snoopy Badass, a certified blood from California, gang-affiliated thuggery. Um, Pretty much say that. Like, oh, yeah, these guys, you know what I mean? They're trying to take your style. They're trying to take your platform. And I think Adam really resonated with that, and he took it, and he ran with it. So keep that in mind. It's a whole lot of fuckery taking place, okay? We're dealing we're dealing with crash-out material. Matter of fact, where's WAC 100? We're dealing with crash-out material. This is crash-out Coliseum material, okay? Hold on. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. You dig? So without further ado, let's jump into the animalistic shenanigans in Cali with no jumper in Adam 22. So so let me just speak on this. <laughs> it's been months. Okay. Many months. Yeah. Yeah. Since the fat immunity girls mentioned me. Whoa. 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 Wait a minute. You talking about bitches, bro? Whoa. Violation. 
See, like I said this before, and I want to reiterate this, like, you know, Adam probably never really beefed with a lot of hoodlums. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Adam 22 never beefed with like hoodlums, right? Like people that when you beef with a nigga and you see him, you got to get busy. Oh, not today. Boop, 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 boop. Niggas taking you up top. As soon as you say not today. Boop, 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 boop. Combo breakers. You know what I mean? Hit a nigga with the falcon punch. You know what I mean? Niggas going back and forth on the internet. Ab 22, like I mentioned, is doing it for content. These niggas are playing for keeps. They're serious about their brand as they should be, which is why a lot of them, and I commend them from doing it. I mean, I, I, I commend them from doing it, uh, not participating and going back and forth with Adam 22. Because if they worked for Adam 22, then they know what Adam 22 is thinking, meaning they know he's just doing this to get on their nerves so they can react and give this man the audience. See, there's a lot of people just don't understand. All this shit is, is about creating content, quality content. And this is what Adam talks about a lot on this platform, creating quality content and getting people watching, which is why if you think about it, and I'm not being disrespectful when I say this, because Adam 22 don't believe in God, he don't got morals and he don't got real values. He don't got traditional ethics to really be a stand up guy to that extent to where he goes, you know what? This shit is a little too far. I'm, I'm not really with this shit just to get it, just to get attention, just to get a rep. I don't think I want to go this route. Not Adam 22. Think about that. You remember, if you go back in time, you'll remember that I kind of held my tongue because a lot of information was coming to the surface about the fact that uh, little baby T-Rail is $3 million in debt. Yo! Some stuff was coming to the surface for the first time, like the fact that, you know, his, his baby mother, yeah. Beyonce. Shared his room, guys. Used to be selling a pussy. You know, that's like... Uh, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, 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 wait. Adam, 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 sir, Adam. Aren't you the one that passes your wife around the porn stars? Are you beta male? Beta, 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 beta male. Beta male alert. Yeah, that's some beta male shit, brother. You can't talk about a nigga. You can't talk about. A guy that used to work for you being with a woman that sold her pussy when you literally pass your wife around to the porn stars. Let's be let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I'm very non-biased. I'm on neither side. I think on a street level, Adam is wrong. And if Adam don't relax, you know, niggas is really going to deal with him, and it's not going to be good, man. I'm from the East Coast, so I don't want feds connecting me to nothing. Let y'all niggas know that right now, because y'all know sometimes I be on point with the predictions a little bit, especially in the more in the more political world. Which, by the way, I got to upload that political shit I did last night too. Anyway, it's not really up for debate. But bankruptcy, the attempted bankruptcy, he actually tried to file bankruptcy, and they wouldn't let him. Uh, the, the prostitution thing, not up for debate. This is this is real shit. But I, I held my tongue. And as a result, 
they held their tongues too. So I haven't heard anything from them for a few months, right? It's pretty transparent that Zestrel is feeling a little bit uncomfortable with the way the direction. Yo. Zestrel, though? Yeah, man, nigga gonna want box for that, bro. A nigga gonna want box for that. Unfortunately, see, sometimes some people, if you ever, if you ever hung out with people who were like immature, or not even like, I mean, <coughs> people who are younger, but people who are like twice as immature. Or their size is twice as large as their maturity, if that makes sense. <clears throat> and you kind of have to tell people, like, yo, man, fall back. Like, chill. Adam 22 is that guy. The people... I just want to say this straight up. The people that currently work for Adam 22 are there for the bag, the paycheck, which isn't bad per se, especially if these are professional, good people show up on time, do what they got to do. Um, the issue is this. <clears throat> and like I said earlier, he got a lot of regular people like squares behind the scenes that do a lot of the work. They're the ones that's putting in the hours. They're the ones to, that's designing logos. They're the ones that's doing all that. Why would you want to put their lives in jeopardy? Because you're willing to crash out. See, this is the thing about such crash out Coliseum, right? All the people I mentioned, Charleston White, crash out, Hassan Campbell, crash, like crash out on top of crash out. This nigga has vintage class of crash outs. You know what I'm saying? This nigga has duels with people on fucking clubhouse and shit. And will disrespect the dead, disrespect niggas' moms, disrespect niggas' pops, all types of fuck shit, right? These are crash outs. Adam 22, he's a crash out because he doesn't know the people that he, he doesn't know the type of people he's dealing with and what they're capable of. Adam just wants to go back and forth and throw insults. But enough insults will be said until the other nigga goes, we not talking anymore. When I see you, it is what it is. See what I mean? Adam 22 <laughs> has no idea what he's doing right now. Let's just keep that in mind. And the people that's working for him, Sharp was there. Sharp, listen, and no disrespect to Sharp, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Sharp always opened his mouth when he's on camera. When he's near a camera, he's always talking. In this video, you don't hear Sharp say shit. Flacco. Flacco, who started off, I didn't like him at first, but then, he, you know, a lot of his shit is entertaining, and his channel is pretty fucking funny on YouTube. He's usually always saying something in the background. <coughs> While this is going on, these niggas ain't saying shit. The only person you hear is Brick Baby. Now, the reason why you hear Brick Baby a lot, and the reason why you hear him laughing, and kind of not, he's not, 
he's not instigating shit. He's just laughing at it. Shit's funny to him. The reason why he does that is because he's he's cool with AD. He's cool with AD, and I think he's cool with T-Rail, but then again, I'm not sure. Because out in, in No Jumper Land, it's like the gang-banging academy. It's like all the gangs meet up for no reason. All these niggas just meet up for no fucking reason. And when something pops off, it's always supposed to be a surprise. But it's like, God damn, look at this shit. It's like a gang injunction. Of his channel, right? Because in the last three, four episodes, they've yet to hit 100K. Their viewers, their live viewers. Now, see, to me, and we're going to skip some of this when the time comes. <clears throat> this is 28 minutes long. Um, will I go through it? Probably not, but I will go through most of it, or at least the parts that I can remember where you can kind of pinpoint where this is going. <clears throat> now, in the last episode talking about this shit with the Adam and Wax show, Adam said, hey, man, I was being bullied. But now he's the one on camera talking about you guys barely hit 100,000. Yeah, like, that's goofy shit. Not to say that is bullying, but that's more connected to bullying than what Adam 22 is trying to say about T-Rail and AD, right? Realistically, AD was already over this shit when the shit happened. He was the one that was ready to move forward and see where, you know, the platform can can take him rather than being on somebody else's platform. So regardless of how niggas feel about that, you have to respect that. He was willing to move on first. It was Adam that constantly antagonized him and AD, not AD, AD. He kind of fell back on AD after a while. But the T-Rail situation stopped, bro, like. The niggas that you got to think of that whole team, and I'm not even going to throw names out there or anything like that, but you got to think about the team that that nigga's on. That team that he's on is the the most hated team in Cali next to 60s. The biggest and most feared, most hated, surrounded by their rivals type of gang in California. And you beefing with who? Bugging. Low. I remember a time period when bugging. Back on Fig used to get 15K, 20K. They used to have random ass guests on, get, you know, big boost, a couple hundred or a couple thousand extra live viewers. The people aren't stupid, T-Row. The people aren't stupid. They see the direction that things are going. They see the fact that the fans are losing interest. You had more <clears throat> of an opportunity than almost anybody in the history of media to build something and to really captivate an audience. That first, the first ever Shame on You episode on the uh, Big Mini World channel. 550K, 600K, something like that. Now you guys can't even hit 80K. Josh, let's, let's roll the tape. Pull up uh, the Fig Community World YouTube channel right here. We have the Social oh, Blade. Receipts? Social Blade never lies. Let's scroll down. Yeah, we're going to skip the stats because that's real petty. Like, that's this is gay. Not all, but then again, that's Adam, you know. This nigga's tranny chasing. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, these niggas are all shot out. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's skip a couple minutes. Anything. You know what I mean? 
I'm talking about no content. I'm not looking for no ideas. This is T-Rail. You niggas are not influencers to me. You niggas are not role models to me. You niggas are not nothing to me. I don't look at nobody for nothing. I need everybody. Sorry, those uh, sound effects were added in by somebody from the Reddit. Now, oh, of course, I, I was busy all day yesterday. I didn't Did even they get... come back for their job? Uh, no, the, the, that door has closed. Okay, but, go ahead. And closed. My, my wrath for AD has subsided in many ways because, you know, I figured that if he had some real venom to get off his chest. He probably would have done so yesterday. And I didn't feel like he's really got that energy for the 22 string anymore. So I'm going to let the AD thing go. It feels like even when Pun and T-Rail are turning up right by his side, that he's not really going for it. And to be honest with I you, agree. me and AD kind of have like the realest friendship. You got to look at it like this. <clears throat> yes. These are people that worked for Adam 22 <clears throat> in a professional setting. When there is turmoil between two parties and both parties separate, there's really not much to go on it. Now, every now and then they may you may hear them say something connected to the situation. They won't be direct about it. But every now and then you'll hear something and you'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that. And that'll be it. Adam's the one that looks bad in this situation. He's the one who's belittling the people that worked for him and the people that brought uh, that that energy and the people that brought that audience, gang, gang-banging Negroes, to No Jumper. There's no debating this. If it wasn't for the street element that No Jumper had, Adam-22 had, it would just be Extreme Sports and BMX. BMX, Extreme Sports, Skateboarding, type of channel that plays a little bit of the music of artists that are coming out and that's that would be it that's the truth out of anyone in this whole thing that was big adam and i feel like ad has kind of been humbled by this whole experience more than anything else because the truth is is that as long as ad lives he's always going to be reminded of the fact that he left no jumper and doesn't really have much to show for it you know and so ad will be spared from my wrath today but when it comes, you gotta understand, like this nigga's a cornball, and and I never realized it until, like when he when he does like the the shit with uh whack one hundred, that shit's entertaining. That shit's funny as hell. I ain't gonna lie, that show is funny as hell. The whack and Adam show, that shit is hilarious, bro. But Adam twenty two is not like a joke guy. He's he's like. You know how white people can be sarcastic, but some white people are funny when they're sarcastic? Adam-22 is not that guy, dude. He's a guy like Howard Stern. People say, well, what was what was the thing with Howard Stern? Well, similar to Adam-22, Howard Stern had the ability to seek out the talent to represent him instead of being the talent and representing him. If y'all don't, if y'all don't get it, if y'all don't get it, then I don't know what to tell y'all, man. That's Adam Twenty Two in a nutshell. All the people that he's with now, some of them may be talented, some of them may have potential to be like 
people to get a lot of views. Like I said, I thought I thought Sharp would be the one to step up, but I don't really see that happening. And I don't know what they're doing. So, you know, no jumpers tweaking right now. They having shows about niggas cucking out, get, you know, fucking his wife. Like, niggas is bugging, man. T-Rell, what he just said in that clip, I mean, there has been times where I maybe lost a little bit of faith in our audience when I felt like they were siding with the ops and it kind of upset me and made me realize. Yo, wait, 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 wait. Whoa. Violation. Um. Did this nigga's Adam 22 say ops? Is that like, well, he got ops now. He, he definitely has ops today. So never mind. Let's keep going. Maybe I had cultivated a fan base that wasn't necessarily as perceptive as I would have liked for them to be. But I cannot imagine that there's any significant percentage of the fans who are watching right now or who will observe this rant on YouTube who in any way are fallen for what Bro Grell said in that clip. Because this nigga said Zesty. Idea- first he said Zesty Rail. Then he said Broke Rail. Rail, T Rail is definitely going to want to fade. I'm just going to say it just like this. He's definitely going to want to fade. That is definitely going to be the outcome of what was just said just now. <laughs> Keep in mind, 10, 11 days ago, we only have a respond. We only have a response from AD about this situation. We only have a response with AD. Only AD will respond to this. Who knows what T-Rail will say? He hasn't been influenced by me and No Jumper. My friend, you do not do anything outside of the realm of what you learned at No Jumper. You have no ideas. You are not a businessman. You do not bring anything new to the table besides copying what No Jumper does. You started doing the news. News was doing pretty good at first. I think they were hitting 100K on the news. Now they're bringing out their A-listers. They were trying to trot out randoms on the news for a while. Now they're bringing out the A-listers. Even when they got a... T-Rail and what's emotional damage. Yeah, Adam 22 just sounds pathetic right now, people. Let's just keep it a buck. I haven't heard T-Rail. I think I think honestly, AD was the one who was most affected by it. But I don't mean that in a financial sense. I don't even mean it in a fan sense. I mean, he's the one that really took that shit personal. Because Adam allegedly went behind his back and said a lot of things. And anybody out there can relate. If you have a friend or somebody that you're close with, let alone a boss of yours. That's like. That's like you finding out your boss talks about you outside of work in a negative way. How can you deal with that person professionally when you know this nigga's a snake? And when you turn around, he's hissing at you. See, that's see, that's the thing. And it's a balance because this can be connected to the real world, right? You got bosses and coworkers and shit you don't like. They they could be out there 
you know, trying to snake you behind your back, but smile on your face. You know what I mean? But this here is on a different level because, number one, the person that Adam is uh, snaking is a thug, all right? Thugging, all right? Thugged out, thugged out and pissed off, okay? <laughs> thugged out and pissed off, all right? Shout out to Lil B, the bass god. Fucking name uh, my 600 pound life, the, the, the potato head guy. Uh, even when they got my 600 pound life and broke rail hosting the news, that shit doing 30K. You don't think that they see that? You don't think that they realize where this trend is going? Because this trend is going down. You guys are not moving. All of y'all together cannot compete with my motherfucking clips channel. And when we, they, they talk about having original ideas, how we're not influential to them. You know what I saw a clip of yesterday? I saw a clip, a, a clip of this dusty ass, disgruntled, LARPing as a rich motherfucker, but he's really a broke bitch living off his girl. Holy I shit. seen his ass saying that he was going to copy Dejon Paul's report card. You're not taking Dejon Paul's report card because you got nothing to offer. You got no musical taste. You got no knowledge about what's going on in the musical world. My man brought something new to the table. You're calling him an employee. I look at him as a smart young entrepreneur who's taking his business to a different level and being able to shine a different level of light. Thank you, Adam. On his report card, on his podcast, on his magazine, A Day in L.A. I look at at Dejan as somebody who's smart and taking advantage of an opportunity that he had while also building his own platform on the side. Exactly. Now you're saying that. So what's the problem? And so this goes back because he said something that's very important. What was the problem of them building their platform? If you if you hired a guy, which you did, they are they are like academics said, you are an employer. They are your employees. The end. Business and personal matters never go together, people. This is a prime example of why business and personal matters do not blend, do not mix, do not correlate together. They are not congruent to one another. They should not be connected to one another unless it's a family business. And I mean a family business when the people who are in the family are in the business and not people who are at who are in the family but who are not a part of the business. Two different things. You gotta separate the two. But what it looks like to me, and like maybe maybe some of the niggas that are there, they can understand what's going on, which is why they're not saying nothing. But secretly inside they're going, Yeah, I don't want nothing to do with these street niggas. I'm just a blogger. <laughs> I'm just a blogger. Too late. Adam, you know what I mean? The 22 ster Back at you with the fuckery. And bringing a whole lot of coons, bro. They bringing street niggas, thugs, all type pimps, for Christ's sakes. See, I got a problem with, it's not, 
it's not Sharp that I have a problem with, but it's people like Sharp. And I have a feeling that he is that representation of what I'm about to say. He's one of those bullies, right, who he chooses his targets very well. He calculates who can he say disrespectful shit to, to where the audience goes, oh, he sure told him. That's that's sharp to me because you constantly going after academics who has his shit from the ground up. From what I know, he doesn't pimp women. He doesn't exploit women. So there's that. So he has his shit from the ground up. You're a pimp. You you are a self-proclaimed pimp. Mac daddy player, whatever the fuck they call these niggas today. Like, I give a fuck. Right. You go by, and look, man, the shit is entertaining because, you know, cussing out bimbos and bitches on OnlyFans who think that there's God's gifts to earth, it's it's entertaining, it's hilarious, but that's all you got. What else What else are you talking about? Really think about it. His platform, the Sharp Tape, what else, what else is there? Okay, you got a pimp, you got a fellow pimp, and y'all talk about pimping. You got a hoe who acting like a hoe that you point out for being a hoe that gets you your views. But what else is there? What other substance? But some people are really one-trick ponies. That's the truth. When I started talking about red pill, people may expected me to just talk about the red pill and not talk about anything else going on. Or I mean, not to get political because maybe they're not Trump supporters. Or I mean, not talk about hip-hop because maybe they don't care about it. But everything ain't for everybody. That's the reality of it. But the reason I'm bringing this shit up is, number one, it's funny. Number two, um, like going back to Sharp, guys like him, he looks at academics as an easy target. But academics makes way more money than he makes. What are you thinking? This nigga can spend an entire day shitting on you. And the only thing you can say is, well, I want the fade. I want to squabble, man. I want to squabble. I want to squabble. Call Dago. Call Dago. Call Dago. I want to squabble. I want to squabble. Call Dago. Call Dago. Let them know. Call Dago. I'm at no jumper right now. Call Dago. That nigga, you know, sharp. I think that's my I think that's my favorite impression. Call Dago. Call Dago. The sharp tank. No jumper. The coolest, sharpest podcast in the world. (laughs) 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 Fuck him. Fuck him. Copy him. Further cementing the fact that you do not have an original idea in your entire half paralyzed body broke rail damn broke rail like they had there three four months i was broke actually, rail? i wouldn't say i was nervous but i was at least a little excited yesterday you know i'm shooting porn i'm i'm, I'm really like <laughs> see this nigga's a bug out shooting porn why are you gay why are you gay why are you gay why are you gay are you beta male beta Beta, beta, beta. You just stay all damn it. Zest. Yo, first of all, and this is this is this is what bothers me. 
Adam 22, a white guy. No, nothing real personal about him being white. This is important for this conversation. Adam 22, a white guy who's interviewed, who's allegedly slept with and participated with homosexual activity with trannies is calling another man zesty? Get the fuck out of here. Are you beta male? Beta! 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 Tango down. Eight hours yesterday. <laughs> and it slowly becomes apparent, like, oh, they're going to talk about me on their fucking podcast today. Now, I didn't see it because I'm not going to watch a fucking four-hour back on fig in a three-hour community. I'm sorry. I just don't really have the time to do this sort of thing. But I'm assuming that anything good, anything that's worth rising to the surface is going to get posted in the No Jumper Reddit. Now, it is possible that the No Jumper Reddit has just completely let me down and that they had some bombshells that never got posted. But from my perspective... You just had three or four months to think of something good to say about me. And the only thing that you can think of is to take this completely arbitrary metric of live viewers, which, by the way, is one of the easiest metrics to fake on the Internet. Everybody knows live viewers, easy to fake. Buying views and shit, a little bit more tricky. I've seen it before. I've had conversations with Destiny where he told me about the percentage of people in his world who are buying fake live viewers and shit. It's actually astonishing. On, on IG too. And I'm and I'm not even going with that right now because I'm not going to even try to focus not, on something I can't prove. Yeah. Because yeah, I can't yeah, prove yeah. that they're faking live viewers, yeah. even though it would appear to me when I observe what's going on. <coughs> so. Now, I'm, I'm going to skip this a little bit forward now because now he's just going back into the stats. And to me, it's stupid because would you expect someone that worked for you to just get their own platform and take all of your listeners, all of your fans? I mean, really, that's like idiotic to say. Um, I think he's salty because he's they're gaining traction. And niggas that really listen to No Jumper because of those two, they're going to end up rocking with them, ultimately. Niggas don't give a fuck about you fucking bitches and doing porno and shit. We just care about the fuckery. Not literal fuckery with you and these trash can, trash bin bitches you bring to the show. We're talking about news about hip-hop, artists, interviews, shit like that. Just saying. I can't be the only one. When I look at the number of live viewers on their content and then the number of live viewers on our premieres and I see the fact that within 24 hours, it's super, super obvious and apparent that our shit is performing much, much better. Okay, you have a little bit better of a live audience. You're really comparing apples. We got to really use common sense and logic and we got to incorporate the elements. Okay, we're just going to bring it up like we're going to call it the elements. Adam-22 is a Caucasian. Adam-22 is talking about hip-hop. Adam-22 is mentioning BMX. You know, he came up from that background, so he's kind of, like, well-rounded at this point with his audience. AD and T-Rail are, in fact, street niggas. They're goons, all right? Well-known, well-organized, well-professional goons, but still goons, okay? Yeah, apples and oranges, based on a group of guys who are known 
street culture, music industry, things like that, clothing brands, things like that, versus a white guy who once used the black man he's going against today, the black man that worked for them, worked for him and brought the credibility in a lot of cases and brought the audience in a lot of cases to the table. Like I said, this doesn't make Adam look good whatsoever. Keep that in mind. I'm I'm very I'm very non-biased about this. But all I can say really though is Adam is kind of out of pocket. Oranges. Because like yesterday, just for example, we were premiering a Crip Mac episode at the same exact All right, yeah, so we're gonna skip a lot of that. He's canning around. When I watch him on Backup Fig, when I was watching these clips, all I could see was the three million dollars in debt resting on his shoulders, dragging him down. You only got one arm. You don't got the strength to carry that kind of load, my friend. Yeah, he's uh, bugging. We're doing numbers that you couldn't fucking imagine <laughs> in every regard, in every realm. You do not want to compete against us. And the truth is, let me tell you, this is how we do it. If I wanted to make sure we got the most viewers possible, here's what I do. Because you said my guys versus your guys. You put your guys on camera, I put my guys on camera. If I sit down and I do a live episode with Sharp and Wag 100, we're doing over 10,000 live viewers. If I sit down with, I don't know, Crit Mac and Wag 100, we're doing over 10,000 live viewers. Easy. If I sit down with Brick and Wag, over 10,000. Easy. Easy. The reason why we don't do our content live is because we're about our bread which might be foreign to you because you're all ego. You're not a businessman. Now, the reason why I paused it and just stopped for a second is I want y'all to think of what he just said. All the things that he said, comparing apples to oranges, comparing his views to AD and T-Rail's views and all that immature childish shit realistically that's like y'all in the um third grade like look at my fucking hot wheels car my hot wheels car is better than your shit bum look at my hot wheels car nigga my hot wheels car got spinners on it fuck you talking about like that doesn't make it's stupid but he's the one that's talking about somebody else is all ego talk about somebody who is not aware Talk about somebody who is not accountable. This is female quality behavior. Pause. You love the ego of having a bunch of live viewers, but the truth is, is that y'all don't make any money off the live viewers. And I know this for a fact. I know that your YouTube works the same as my YouTube because I remember when AD, who I already said I wasn't going to diss, but this is just a fun fact. I remember when he kicked the two cuz off his channel. Part of the reason why was because... Now, look, man, <laughs> he's mixing in gang politics. Like, yo, Adam 22 is playing a dirty game. There is no worthy prize in playing this dirty game. Oh, we're going to get content. We're going to get views. Nigga, you're going to get shot fucking with these niggas. And I'm not trying to incriminate nobody. It ain't even going to be them. It's going to be somebody that's close to that area that don't appreciate what you be saying about these niggas. That's just the reality. That's what happens when you get involved with hood niggas in the streets. When the mics is off, the cameras is not rolling. And you're by yourself. Anything can happen. 
they wanted money. They wanted to get paid. I remember AD telling me he's making $500 a live stream. Live viewers on YouTube don't pay you very well. So y'all can do the math of how much these guys are really bringing in. It's not a whole lot. They don't have enough money to pay additional people. I got like 20 or 30 fucking employees who are getting full-time salaries from me. Mm-hmm. Want to know why? Because I'm a man. Mm-mm. And you're a little boy. You ain't on my level. This nigga is because a man. Now, the nigga in the background saying that this nigga is crazy is Brick Baby, another notorious screech soldier, a combative in the battlefield of Los Angeles, California. None other than Brick Baby, who, by the way, like I said before, from what I know, is still pretty social with both parties. Of course, working for No Jumper, he is still very social with both parties. They still communicate. And you got to ask yourself, well, how do they feel? See, that's the that's the weird question, right? Because from what I know, they were brought in directly after they left. So if they were really cool with these people, how would they really feel about them now being employed by the same person that they're beefing with? So when you're putting down their brand, you're putting down their livelihood in a lot of ways. Something to think about. And can take care of his family. A man doesn't have to run to Colonel Sanders, a.k.a. Leather, to take care of the bills. A man doesn't have to ask his girl if he can borrow the credit card so that he can go hit up gallery department and buy some pants with the tag on the bottom with the Levi's and all that. T-Rail, you are a broke dude LARPing as a millionaire. Oh, shit. You didn't even own that house. This is I, I, You didn't even own that house until like a year and a half ago, right? You were coming on the podcast, making everybody believe that you actually. All right, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up here for segment one, segment two on the way. I'm not even going to do an outro. Stay tuned. And I'm back once again. Segment two. Let's continue the fuckery. They had an elevator in your crib when you were renting it. And then you finally managed to figure out something where you got, you know, four and a half mortgages at the same time so that you could buy it. And now you're stuck paying this insane mortgage with a ridiculous interest rate. And on top of that, you remember when your store flooded? You remember how you never reopened, even though Tyga gave you 10 grand? Me and Lena each gave you a grand. You know what happens if my store floods? You know what happens if I have to pay, you know, 20, 30, $40,000 worth of repairs? I do it the next day. The next day I cut the check. We get the shit fixed. You left your store closed for a year and a half. That's your legacy on Melrose. And honestly, that's sad. It's sad that you're at this point in your life. You're 40 and you couldn't get the fucking water damage fixed in your spot because you had the wrong. See, and like shit like this is the reason why niggas like him is going to have to deal with some form of consequences. Now, keep in mind, we're, we're kind of in a time machine. We talked about things that currently happened last night with the Wacker Adams show and him surrendering. And I have air quotes. And I also put down on my notes that Adam 22 is playing a victim, which is funny because if you 
listen to this, he's the one that's really antagonizing the shit out of the situation. He he did not only create the fire, he is now stoking the fire. You know what I mean? He is throwing additional wood, additional tree limbs, additional leaves and trimmings and sticks into the fire, cultivating the fire, fanning the fire. And and it's only going to be bad for him. I mean, look, let's be honest. And I hope this doesn't happen. For the sake of, you know, T-Rail and AD, where they kind of just say, fuck it, we just want to keep going forward. He's going to look dumb. He's going to look stupid. Or better yet, with how the streets really work, they just not going to respond for a year. And then maybe later on down the line, they going to catch him. It's not even going to be them. It's going to be somebody close to them. And they're going to embarrass Adam, man. That's what's going to happen. And then the reputation and the credibility will go down. That's if this situation isn't handled. Insurance. Because you're not smart enough. You're not a businessman to actually stay on top of the shit that you're building. So I say all of that to say that I didn't hear almost anything of note last night on the stream. I didn't hear anything that actually seemed worth responding to. So I'm going to keep all the shit that I have in the tuck in terms of just like additional firepower, in terms of additional shit that I could say that would make you look like a fucking idiot. I'm going to keep that in the tuck because the truth (laughs) is is that you guys got snakes in your circle. And I got people who have given me receipts about how you guys actually feel about your business and how disappointed you are and how well it's doing and how you know that no jumpers killing. You know what's crazy about this situation where he says, there's a couple of things. Like I said, I'm kind of pointing out the hypocrisies. For one, he talked about ego. What is he doing right now? He's bragging about why he's more of a man than somebody else. If that's not ego, I don't know what the fuck that is. That's one. Two, this situation going down to the word snake. He says that, all these people, T-Rail has a lot of snakes in his circle. But if you think about it, the whole situation with Adam-22 and AD came from Adam being a snake and going behind AD's back and displaying all of his behavior and business ethics and shit like that with somebody else. That's some snake shit. I just want to point out the hypocrisies. Let's continue. I got the receipts. I got screenshots of conversations of your dumb asses revealing this to people who then sent me the fucking screenshots without me even having to ask for it. So I don't know if there's really a lot more to say, because to be honest, at this point, me talking about them benefits them way more than it benefits me. And the truth is, is that, you know, we just have a lot of good stuff going on and I don't think they could say the same. So that's why they're getting out their pocket and, uh, you know, trying to talk about no jumper so they can finally get some fucking views. But I'm going to turn this uh, spigot of cloud off and you guys are going to have to figure it out on your own because I'm just not I'm not impressed. You didn't bring one good argument to the table. You didn't make any points. And um, 
I, I don't know. Yeah, let me get par, man. I don't know if I can get anything else to say. I don't want to. Oh, my God. There are times like this. Hey, man. Sure. I don't want to miss out on any blessings of mine focusing on no haters or no negative shit. That's how I'm feeling this holiday season. It's the holiday season. I don't want to miss out. It's the holiday season. Whoever that guy is, he was just better off not talking. Because now, see... And this is how negativity works, right? So you had, how long was this? How long did we go through that? We went through most of that. That's 18 minutes. We're going to get into the response soon from AD. But everybody in that fucking room, and there was one, two, three, four, five, at least five people on camera during that rant. The only person you heard was Brick Baby and whoever that nigga that's just talking now. Sharp had got up and left one time, came back, sat down, went back on his phone, said nothing the entire time, which already it, it should already tell you that he wants nothing to do with the issue. Right. He claims to have loyal people working for him, but there's not going to be enough people when the going gets tough and niggas really crash out. There's not going to be a lot of people that's there. They're going to protect Adam, in my opinion. Maybe Crip Mac, but he seems like a crash test dummy anyway. Maybe him. Maybe. But, you know, I don't know. Listen, none of my blessings, because great things have been happening for me, for the people around me. That's what I'm focused on. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is wake up and say, thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be grateful for the gratitude you talked about earlier. earlier. But I'm glad you got that off your chest, Adam, and you had a whole bunch of quotables in there. Now, I can't wait to... Download the Reddit app on my phone again and sign up again and, 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 and see we'll what's going on. Make a full breakdown of this. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you got the content. I don't mind that. But listen, this, yeah. this is the only like probably the final thing that I'll say is um, fuck, I already lost it. Where was it? I had it. Uh, all right, fuck that. Let's we we, we heard enough from um, Sir Adam Twenty Two. Now we're gonna get into AD. AD has his response. To the situation, I want you to compare two different things. Now, Adam Twenty Two mentioned that there were snakes in the circle. Okay, he was the one that technically snaked AD behind his back, but we'll ignore that for now. Even though I just mentioned it, all right, that's something you should focus on. Actually, two, the so-called ego that Adam-22 was pointing out from them. By the way, Adam-22 was talking about, I got money for this, I got money for that. You had flood damage in your building, you couldn't fix it. If I have flood flood damage, I can fix it in a day because I'm a man. Like, shit like that. Corny shit, really. The people that are working for Adam, they're not going to say much. Brick Baby's a street nigga, so he's going to say shit regardless. He's a street nigga. Everybody else is kind of like, all right, the guy that says, yeah, I don't want, you know, I'm not trying to have niggas block my blessings. I'm like, what the fuck? Whatever. You on the wrong platform talking about blessings. I'm just going to say that, sir. You work for a atheist, pretty much a fucking devil worshiper, damn near. You know, so you're kind of in the wrong business, but we still got fuckery. 
we, we still got fuckery. And um, this right here is the result. Seven minutes, 21 seconds. This is going to be a short uh, part. I could have just incorporated all of this in just one episode, but I wasn't thinking. So whatever. Um, let me get that out the way. All right. So and unplug my charger. Jesus Christ. So we got a video called AD responds to Adam 22's diss towards T-Rail. All right. This is from the fig Munity world. FMW, and without further ado, let's continue the crash out, the fuckery, the madness, the chicanery. All right, look, it's a lot going on, AD. All that lot going on. <laughs> I'm just going. Listen, we ain't about to ignore what we just seen. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say this. I'm going to look right into that camera. I'm talking to you, Adam22. I heard everything today that you said. Now, you said that you don't have no uh, wrath for me anymore. You said that because you think that I feel humbled and I don't have nothing else going on. Cool. I think it's the complete opposite. I think people like you, you know what I'm saying, probably are the same type of people that thought the same shit about Gilly. You know what I'm saying? When he was going that Lil Wayne and people probably thought that his rap career was over and he's more relevant than ever. Maybe Complex thought the same thing about academics, that after that everyday struggle was going to go on, they weren't going to do, he wasn't going to do anything. Maybe the same as Joe Button. Everybody that, you know what I'm saying, comes from a certain area, a certain place at the end of the day, had to conquer certain things like that. And I'm going to keep it all the way 100. It's actually the opposite when I go out places, industry events, streets, anything. The first thing that people tell me is, I'm so glad that you got away from that place. That's crazy. I'm so glad that you got away from that place. Now, let's keep it real. I for sure ain't got more money than you. None of us do. But one thing I can say is that we're building something over here, figuring this shit out as we go, as a family. We literally just sold out three shows independently in different markets. And yeah, I hear all the narratives that we paid for this, whatever. We did this shit together. And as I hear that rant that you did today, and I look around the room, I see almost everybody is quiet. Almost everybody is quiet. Because deep down inside, you know, that everybody that you sit next to, without you giving them that check, your relationship ceases to exist. Ooh, niggas ain't there for you. Yo, yeah, shout out to AD, man.
Damn. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. Cold, man. And it's the truth. He's right. He's correct. I ain't, you know, that's everybody. I even seen your birthday. It looked like a lot of motherfuckers that was just there for the party. Mm. Who's Damn. actually there for Adam 22? Damn, son. Now, when your business wasn't going so good, you came and found and gave an opportunity from a nigga from Compton who helped design the whole business model that you live by right now. And regardless of whatever you got to say about us, at least I know every night I can go to my pillow and know that I did no wrong to nobody that I love and I care for. Damn, son. I can sit there and sleep good at night. Can you sleep good at night knowing that almost everybody that you come in contact with got something bad to say about you? Can't be everybody's fault. Everybody can't be the person that's doing all that shit. You get what I'm saying? You got to look at yourself in the mirror. and I know you, and you know me. It seems like you not really, really happy these days. You doing things now that I never thought that you would do. And all that fake happiness and all that shit, nigga, any real nigga can see through that shit. You ain't happy, man. Fuck the numbers. Fuck all of that. How does your soul feel, my nigga? Mm. One thing that I do know is if you ask anybody that's ever came across No Jumper and watched No Jumper, they will always say that the best era was when me, you, and House Phone was sitting at that desk. Since that ain't there no more, that shit watered down and dry. I don't care what you think. Numbers and how many times you want to chop up clips and make new, brand new business models. So don't let my lack of enthusiasm make you think that I'm timid or scared or any type of thing. And I'm going to be 100%. I'm riding with all my niggas till the wheels fall off. Mm. Whatever they want to do. And you got to live with the fact Damn, that some son. your most cool, fuck all that, your most loyal soldier, you had to drop the ball with. So every time that you sit there and talk, yeah, I know for reals. I know what it really is. Because me, I actually had love for you. I actually would have crashed out for you. Mm, I put a, damn, took a charge son. for you. I would have did anything for you. So regardless if somebody says, yeah, you emotional or you this, you that, of course you're going to be emotional when you give a fuck about certain individuals. I crash out over you. You fucked that up. You don't play with me like that. You nigga. cause all of that. <laughs> and now you think that every time something goes wrong, you could just replace people? More people? You think that's going to actually make you happy? My nigga, do me a favor, bro. Get, get right with yourself. Get right with yourself and look around that whole $5 million spot that you got, that no jumper office, and really evaluate if the people standing next to you was really for you. Because one thing that I can say is that we may not have everything that you got right now. We, we still on year one, but I can tell you what, that live show that we had at the Novo, everybody was back there. No hatred, no jealousy, all love, all family, black and brown people holding stuff down the way it's supposed to be. The same business model that you could have had, but you the one that dropped the ball. 
So since you drive the ball, no matter how long it takes, let me tell you this, there's always going to be somebody like you that thinks that we ain't going to amount to shit. And I'm here to tell you, no matter if it takes one year, 10 years, 15 years, we're going to get to that plateau. You know it, and I know it. So let's continue to keep the content going. I ain't got to come up here and insult you. I ain't got to come up here and threaten you. I actually have no hate in my heart for you. But just know, you put a battery in my back and you put a battery in this whole community world back. And no matter how long it takes, we coming for that motherfucking spot. Damn, son. Well... Yeah, we got a lot of a whole lot of cooning going. Nah, I'm not even gonna say it's cooning. Um, that's as much of a response on. Like I said, this just displays AD's maturity because what he already seen what Adam was trying to do to them and was just trying to make it a numbers game. AD kept it 100. And I don't even know why AD is talking about soul. This nigga don't believe in souls. You don't believe in God. How can you believe in the soul? It's idiotic. Don't make sense. You know what I mean? Now, it's not to say that an atheist or a person who doesn't believe in God cannot handle business. But I don't think the morals and the values and and those type of properties are a thing to them. They don't believe in it. So it would make sense that this guy would be a piece of shit and he doesn't have any morals, any ethics. He doesn't believe in the most high. These are the people that call themselves gods. But. 80's response just goes to show you that all the things that Adam 22 was talking about, he was self-reflecting or he was projecting, self-projecting who he really is. He was the one that had to respond with ego. He's the one that had to make it a numbers game. Well, we still got more views. You guys only focus on live videos. Well, nigga, that's their platform. They can focus on whatever the fuck they want. That's like if they leave the platform and decided to talk about something different, would he still have that same response? Like, for example. Like, for whatever reason, they leave no jumper and they start talking about sports. Would Adam decide to try to talk about sports or hire some people? Who, like, because to me, that's kind of what his character projects. It's an insecurity. You have to reach a level of insecurity to just allow your wife to get plowed by other men and actually enjoy it. You enjoy it, but more importantly, you enjoy talking about it. So that's even crazy. So 
there's a lot of things going back and forth. Like I said, AD is the most mature one. You can't really expect T-Rail to let this shit slide, although for the sake of his business and what he has going on, that's his best option. But then again, you got the 22-ster, who for the most part trolls. He's a troll. Um, a lot of people, like, he's not a entertaining guy. He's a guy that brings entertainment. He's the guy that buys entertainment. He's the guy that pays for the entertainers to represent his brand. That being said, um, I don't see... I honestly don't really see um, no jumper... And I mean, it's still going to, I think they're still capable of bouncing back. But I think right now, people are so focused on how Adam kind of crashed out. And all of the people are kind of turning against him like, yo, you don't know what you're getting yourself into with these type of guys. Like, granted, they worked for you, but they no longer work for you. So they don't have to tolerate you saying some out-of-pocket shit. They can actually come and see you now. And like I said, we're doing a a rewind here compared to what we did last night. And last night being um, the Adam and Wax show where they talk about the aftermath of all this. I'm bringing you all this shit before the aftermath. Although technically this is after I talked about it. But I didn't even upload that original episode yet. I'm getting at I'm getting to it very soon. Getting to it very soon. I'm gonna most likely uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. Cause I have uh I have a fair amount of things to upload today. I already uploaded uh part two of the Diddy files um this morning. Excuse me. I think after that, I only got this episode and maybe another one that I had to um, upload. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I'm going to fall back for today and try to relax for the rest of the weekend, going back into the workplace. This time it's December, right? And um, hopefully... I have no wood to knock on. Pause. Uh, hopefully it doesn't snow bad this this time around. Last year was actually pretty good, too, now that I think about it. La- last year was pretty good now that I think about it as well. But um, hopefully. I don't want to have to do any shoveling um, this time around at all. But you know what? I remember there's one part at the end that I wanted to play at Adam. So I think I'm going to do that quickly. Hold on. Let me see something. All right, look. All right. All right, look. All right, look. Whoa, 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 right, whoa, 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 Didn't mean to do that. Sorry. So so let me just speak AD to his credit, using his words, getting a little bit better on the mic. He said, well, how come you ain't done nothing to him yet? That's what AD said. Even AD is getting sick of hearing my 600-pound life brag about how tough he is. So 
on Sunday, I put it on my story bright and early in the morning. I'm going to be at the store all fucking day. I was standing out on Melrose, one of the most public streets in Los Angeles. I was out on the block for three fucking hours, standing there smoking cigarettes, chilling, waiting for something to pop off. Nothing popped off. So what am I waiting for? Do I just have to wait forever? That ain't even a space where something can't pop off. We not even giving a nigga no action that, that, that popping off right there. Yeah, That's I mean, our block right there. That's that. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker better come respectful or... Welcome to No Jumper on Melrose. Would you like a t-shirt? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's what you better be coming in there. Nah, for real though. Yeah, they can pull up. They can cop a shirt. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's about whatever. You know what I mean? Anything else. You know what I mean? I got on one of the shirts right now. So I got on the hoodie. We, we putting yeah. on for the team. Absolutely. Hey, and I'm not going to lie. A lot of times I don't really, uh, yeah. I don't I don't tell the graphic designer what I want on the shirts or anything, but that shirt right there. You see, you see what's happening on that shirt? What you guys the, grass. the grass is getting cut and the snakes are getting shown. That was my request. Oh, yeah. I had to sit down with the graphic designer. I said, oh, listen, I got a special request. Okay. I'm I need the grass one. being yeah, cut. You got on the shirt. They talk about you. It's I need the snake. So that's... All right. So <laughs> incorporating... I wouldn't say innocent bystanders, but people that probably shouldn't have nothing to do with it. And that's kind of like Adam 22's motto, I think, in this in this case, right? Strength in numbers. He's talking about the numbers of views. He's talking about the, the numbers of shirts, the numbers of merchandises, and all that shit. Sounds good. Until you put all that shit aside. And like I said, off the camera, you may be going somewhere. You may have security with you. You may not. You may think shit is sweet. One of them niggas going to see you. Cali big, but Cali ain't that big. And y'all pretty close in proximity. So shit could get shaky. And Adam's way of kind of just like throwing, you know, waving the white flag, I don't think that's going to be good enough. I think Wack was right when he said that. You know what I mean? You're going to have to take some type of loss. Because you're talking about a man's personal life. You're talking about a man's... Um, woman you're talking about um the man's downfalls in front of the world like yeah there's a lot there's some people that won't let that shit slide whatsoever even after they get at you they're gonna have to get at you again they're gonna have to get down until they feel that you learn from your mistakes that's how some people are i'm not saying t-rail is not that but i'm also assuming that t-rail ain't really on that bullshit either but he may want to make a point. That's all I'm saying. And because Adam 22 is so used to sort of the fascination of gang culture, he will probably be a part of <laughs> that directly. I don't wish that on him, but at the same time, I don't I, I wouldn't say one thing that he says is agreeable about them. And this is why I say this. They came in with momentum, right? They didn't just come in. I mean, they started because I didn't know AD was around him since house phone and the house phone situation. And people look back at that and how that situation was handled. Realistically, 
he kind of sold out house phone. But then again, technically, that's not really the case. I think it was it was one of them. It was one of those Transformers that was on Adam's show. Because, you know, Adam loves to have Transformers on the show. He loves the Transformers on the show. Um, He had one of the Transformers on his show, right? And the Transformer exposed House Phone and shit. And said House Phone was fucking with one of her, you know, friends who happens to be a Transformer. Or, from what I remember, if I'm not mistaken, it was the Transformer herself, himself, herself, they self, saying that they actually were the ones to hook up with House Phone and said that shit on wax. Which, if you think about it, I mean, if you don't come off that way, and if you ask me, I hate to say it, like, House Phone always had a sort of zesty approach to him. He was definitely not looked at as the most masculine guy. I'll just say it that way. But when his name got put out there for everybody, that that ruined him. He went into a, a, he dealt with depression because of that. And then his mom passed. And all these things were mentioned because of Adam on his platform. So, I don't think, like, I'll put it to you this way. You would have to see, realistically, right? You would have to, you would actually have to pay attention and find out what would take place in the near future with the people that currently work for Adam 22. Because just like House Phone, just like AD, just like a slew of other people that I don't even remember. Because there was time periods when I was watching No Jumper. And I was watching them as they were blowing up. So they had the original studio with the basketball logo. And then they had the other. Like I was kind of watching them. And not really paying attention. But kind of slowly realizing later on that, oh, this person's no longer there. This person's no longer there. And then when I watched No Jumper recently, I'm like, yeah, where's AD? Where's t Row? And then I heard something similar to where they were kind of going back and forth. And I'm like, oh, it's like every if you pay attention, right, like almost like every five to seven months, there's a major issue with no jumper or an employee leaves or an employee has a problem and it gets put on wax for content because that's Adam 22's way. But it's like you think about it and go, well, who's really benefiting from this at the end? Well, Adam, right? So whether these people stay on the show or not, he's going to have their content regardless. So, you know, it, it's one of those fucked up situations. This reminds me a lot of, um, this reminds me a lot of Howard Stern, right? This reminds me a lot of Howard Stern in a lot of ways. Um, what I what I think of is pretty much when Artie Lang left. When Artie Lang left, 
And they were still able to release the best of Artie Lang on the Howard Stern show. It was kind of a cheap shot because people knew a lot of the audience that were listening to Howard Stern, believe it or not, were not fans of Howard Stern. They actually hated Howard Stern, but they liked the people that were on the show. That's kind of like one of that's kind of like one of the rare qualities of Howard Stern at that time. Today, it's a little different. Today, you'll have Adam 22, who, for the most part, if a show just has Adam 22 on it going through shit, it's not going to get any real views. And let's be realistic compared to his other shit when he had people on there with him. So in my opinion, for him to almost point out um, how AD and T-Rail don't have views when most of the time when there's content being made at No Jumper, Adam is usually not on camera because other people are working for him. I don't know. That's kind of a cheap move, cheap shot, my opinion. But, uh, yeah, the Crash Out Coliseum has concluded. It's actually 1.02 p.m., which gives me an entire day to myself to do nothing. And trust me, I'm going to enjoy it. Hopefully you enjoyed this, the rest of this shitty day that I currently uh, am embarking in. Where it's nothing but rain on and off. The weather is getting a tad bit colder out. It's not 52 like it was earlier. I know that for a fact. And I'm not trying to get sick out here in these streets. Especially before the holiday. So as I always say. In the meantime. And in between time. And until next time. Jersey Judah with another episode. Another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.